fun. You know, I've seen some people, um, they'll be praying the same tongues, the same tongues that they got when they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. They'll be praying the very same thing for the next 40 years. That's not how it should be. There's a problem. If you're speaking the same language that you've been speaking for the last 20 years or even the last 10 years or even the last five years or even the last one year, it shows that you have not grown spiritually. Your spirit man has not grown. We can get intellectually uh, knowledge. We can get um, a study or we can gain uh, some understanding intellectually, I should say, uh, of God's word, uh, or even the application part, or or even uh, how to do things and all those things. But uh, or get the vocabulary uh, of um, how to pray and how to bind and how to you know loosen and all those things. But sorry about that. So, um, so when, um, we see that growth has to come from within, the spirit man has to grow. And as the spirit man grows, um, the person will be able to really accomplish that which God wants them to accomplish. It's like a child, you know, two years old, three years old, four years old, five years old, according to their chronological age. Their body grows, their mind grows, their brain grows, and everything, you know, uh, accordingly grows. And according to their chronological age and their physical growth will be the capacity of what the child can do and cannot do. And so getting the baptism of the Holy Spirit is is uh, uh, step number one. That's step number one. If we just stay in step number one, speaking the same language for the next 20 years, then we have not grown. So it's very important we can gain uh, all kinds of, you know, head knowledge and, and uh, information. We can become uh, a person who has information, but we will not really be useful to the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is not of information. The kingdom of God is full of power and it is completely opposite to what a carnal man would do. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And a carnal man, that means a person who operates intellectually only, cannot accomplish anything for God. Now God can use, the spirit of God can use a person's uh, intellectual capacity and ability, you can take it to a whole different level. But without the Spirit of God, we really can't just use what we have. Our five loaves and two fish will stay as five loaves and two fish. So that supernatural touch of God is what will make the biggest difference in the life of a person when it comes to whether their own growth and then their ministry, evangelism, whatever they want to do. Um, they will um, really prosper the way that God wants them to prosper. When they have the Spirit of God working in them, that means that work as the Spirit of God is working, we must grow. If God is working, we will grow. If He's not working, then we won't grow. It's very simple. And um, so, um, speaking the same same language for the next 20 years, uh it's not a good thing. We need to grow. So um, for people who are stuck, say, I don't know what to do. This this, this how I got and this what I got and this what I have and, and this what I speak. So for such people, that's why that new infilling of the Holy Spirit is very important. And as we pray over people during uh, whether it's the retreat time or uh, there are specific times when the Lord has us, you know, call people to the front and lay hands on people or during the church services while during worship, the spirit of God touches people according to what anointing is released. There are different types of anointing that the spirit of God um, causes 
those who carry that anointing to release during particular services. So that's why every church service is not the same in our church. So depending on what uh, type of anointing is released during whichever service that is, um, those kinds of things will happen. So praise be to God for what the Lord has done. But that breakthrough is very important. And so when people give testimony or even the children, when they uh, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they they uh, get prayed over again and they speak more, um, you will hear them say, say um, I got more syllables. I, you know, I speak more. I got new language. They're saying that because this is increased. Does it mean that, okay, we got no extra language. And so it's, it's, you know, it's something just to speak and to show that you're speaking. No. When the new words, new language comes in, when there's the increase that has come as a result of that impartation that came from the vessel of God that carried the anointing of God. Now there is this spiritual acceleration that took place where now what has been imparted is taking a person from where they were to the next level. So it's so important to take that and, and uh, pray over that and use that when you're by yourselves and when you're by yourself and pray over that uh, during your personal prayer so that whatever the Lord has given to you will be put to you, stir up that which God has placed into you through the laying on of hands. Very important. So as you stir that up and as you keep coming to the presence of God, each week the Spirit of God, He comes and He multiplies it. He multiplies it. That's what God does. Every time He comes and He gives an increase in different areas each Sunday. So whatever you're getting during the services, it's so important to hold on, hold on to that. Um yeah, so this this Sunday, um a lot of times um as I see while I'm ministering the Spirit of God will show for me what's happening, but there are specific times the Spirit of God will uh, not only have me see, but will have me say it out. Um, and so I pray and to take to heart, uh, to think deeply um, as to where the missing piece is, if there's a missing piece, um, to see where I need to be polished where I need to be washed and where you need to be uh, pruned, fine-tuned. It's so important um, to to constantly assess yourself, uh, not by your own standards, but uh, by the Spirit of God and through the Spirit of God working to keep making progress. It's so important to keep making progress. Um, in in the um, spiritual life. It's so important that assessment, self-assessment and God's presence is very important. Where the Spirit of God will assess and see uh, what is worth um, uh, entering into eternity. Important, very important. As God's word says, wood, hay, stubble, you know, precious stone, the, day, the fire of God will come and burn everything. And then something stands and that's what is going to go into eternity. And so it's so important. It's not about uh, how much. <laughs> it's not about how long even. But it's about how strong. How much is going to last and and is it going to stand the uh, test of the fire that will come and burn uh, the work, our works. And will it last before God? You know, you can take... You can take uh, you can take your uh, jewelry to a jeweler, and you can say, "Okay, I have you know all this," and you can have um, different kinds of jewelry, and you can give to a jeweler and say, "Okay, you know, you can can you take this?" And um, I want this, and we want to trade this, and I want or you want to make something with it, and whatever it is when you're giving it, the jeweler will take that and he will look at it and he'll say, "Hmm," he said. That this is not gold. He'll say the pendant and gold pendant is gold, but the necklace is not gold. Or he'll say the necklace is gold, the pendant is not gold. Or he'll say, okay, this is ten carat. Do you want you know some eighteen? This is only ten. And so what he will do is whatever is not really valuable, he's going to put those things aside. And he say, mm, I'm not going to take these things, but he'll say, I'll take this. I'll take this. And then he'll put a value for that. And then once he put a, puts a value for that, then he's going to say, 
what you're going to buy is going to be this much. You're going to pay the difference for it. You want it or not. I pray that the Spirit of God will help you to understand what God is speaking at this hour. What we're doing for his kingdom, we'll go through that testing where the Lord God Almighty will weigh it in his balance. And you will see if this is worth entering in. Is this precious stone? Is this made of precious stone? Will it stand? Will it last? And, and so I pray that you take the time every day to assess yourself in the presence of God using this one criteria. And that one criteria is, have I done the will of God for this day? If you don't know what the will of God is, or if you're not able to answer, then that's something that you have to be really serious about. Because everything else will just be burned down to ashes. doesn't matter who says what. The whole world can come and say, hey, you made such a big uh, mansion out of, hey, uh, it's going to be burned down. The whole world can come and say, oh, look, you know, this is. 20,000 square feet or 50,000 square feet of um, wood material and, you know, nice wood and all those things. The fire of God comes, just burns everything down. Very important to know that our work must be done God's way. The fire of God will test it. And, you know, by what uh, measurement it will be measured by, and what will be the ingredient that will be used to test it? Like a metal that is tested to see if it is pure or not. To test and see if the water is good or not. You always use something, a solvent or something to see if this is good or not. And that substance is the word of God. Have I done the will of God or not? That's the only thing. That will be used. How do you know if you've done the will of God or not? If you don't know the word of God, if you don't value the presence of God, if you don't make that your priority, you won't know it. And the sheep that hears the voice of the shepherd constantly are the ones who are going to know the voice of the shepherd. And those are the ones who will actually be able to differentiate between the voice of the hireling, the voice of the thief, from the voice of the Shepherd, they'll be able to distinguish. They'll be able to know. A person who constantly works with money will know the difference between what's real and what's fake. A jeweler will know the difference between which is really good. A lot of times they won't even have to use anything to look. By seeing itself, they'll know. You call them experts. They will know. Meanwhile, the person who doesn't know anything about jewelry, they can get duped by fake stuff and mixed up stuff and lab created stuff and all those things. But a person who's really an expert in these things cannot be tricked by anyone. They'll know. Oh, no, no, no. No. I'll show you that this is not real. They'll say. A person who walks with God makes the word of God his or her priority. Makes the will of God the priority you can never go wrong, will never go wrong. Because God will lead them. God himself will lead them. Through the God-ordained means that God has placed in their lives. That they will never wander. They will never go astray. They will never slip. They will never fall. They will never be having a, a immature, uh, stunted growth lacking in many different areas. None of those things will be there. See, uh, uh, a child that is growing in a family that can provide, not only provide, but care for the child, will get the right nutrition, will be healthy, will grow really well. The child that is in a house where People over there are gambling and smoking and drinking and doing drugs and will be sitting with some junk or many times will be starving. Our environment matters. And then you have kids who 
can be in a good environment, but they are so used to it, they don't value it. They think they're entitled to it. That's another danger of it. It's very important. Whatever we have, we have to know that it has been given to us by God. If we treasure it, we will have it because God will keep it with us because he knows that we're treasuring. If we don't treasure it, God will remove it from our hands. So it's important for every single one to take a good assessment of yourself every day, every day. Have I done the will of God? Whatever I did today from morning till night or whatever your sleep cycle is from your, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. What have you done? Ask yourself, whatever I've done, is it going to enter into eternity or will it be burned down? Is it going to enter into eternity or will it going to be burned down? Doesn't matter what A says, what B says, what C says, what Z says, doesn't matter. It's not going to do anything for us because the expert will test it. When the expert tests it, it has to stand. That's what I'm keen on. Every day as I do the work of God, Every day as I do whatever I need to do for my family. With this one aim, as a passion, driving passion. That is, whatever we do to the children, we love them with everything that is within us. But with that, there's a goal. You're raising up mighty, mighty, mighty warriors in the kingdom of God. There's this mission. There's this passion. There's this goal. Not just. I'm just giving something so that they do something and they look good and they make me look good in society and, and what die and go to the grave. All of us, many people live for nothing because at the end, everything's burned down to ashes. We need to have a goal and we can only have a goal if we have God in the picture, not somewhere in the corner, but he takes the preeminence in our lives. When he takes the preeminence in our lives, He will give you his goal. He will give you his vision. He will give you his drive. He will give you his passion. He will give you his strength. He will give you everything you need. You keep going to him and keep staying with him. And so praise God for all these testimonies. And again, have a good assessment of yourself every single day. Make sure you're not where you were yesterday, spiritually. Make sure you're going forward. Make sure you're not speaking the same thing. Think that, oh, I got the Holy Spirit. Yes, um, 1947 or 1955, 1967, 1973, 1982, or whatever it is, or even 2023, 2022, doesn't matter. The one important thing that I would emphasize here through the Spirit of God is, You need to make progress. You need to keep moving forward, going from one place to another, moving from where you are in your faith, in the kingdom of God. Wherever God has placed you, whatever God has given to you, there has to be a growth. You have to keep going forward. You need to be growing. So you know, when I grow, I will have the capacity to do what I must do according to my age. Spiritual age. Your spiritual age must correspond to your spiritual maturity and your spiritual growth. It's very important. That is very important. So don't be satisfied saying that, well, I got saved 30 years ago, 20 years ago, or five years ago. Uh, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit 40 years ago, 30 years ago, five years ago, two years ago. Doesn't matter. Do you remember the parable that Jesus said? And there was this guy who was hired at a specific time and he came and he worked and he worked, worked, he was working. And then there was another guy who got hired at another hour and he came and he also worked. And another guy came behind him. Then there was this guy who came at the 11th hour, last hour. He came and he did his work. But the master who set the wages, he set the wages for the guy who came at the 11th hour too. The guy who was working for a long time, he's looking at the guy who came last and he says, wow, I can't believe he gave this to that guy who just came a newbie. How many people look at people who are new? But 
they just came now and what is this and it's not about when you came it's not about how long you've been no. it's about what have you done with what you've received whether it's 11th hour or whether it's you've been there for 11 hours it doesn't matter the task that has been given to you has it been accomplished the guy who came at the 11th hour had the capacity he worked everything did what he had to do within the time that he was given he really worked really hard where the 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 owner who hired him was so impressed by his work he gave him the wages that was fair for him always remember our god is not partial our god is not unfair he's very fair so it's not even about how long how, how long is very important when that length of time has been in the will of god and you've accomplished everything then that is a very good uh lengthy time because that has accumulated a lot into eternity that has its own value and heavy value but just sitting there for 11 hours and then the 11th hour somebody coming in and the 11th hour person is doing what the person who got hired in first is doing the amount or the duration of the time means nothing god just looked at the finished product did you finish it you know there are some people who will work on an hourly rate um when they go you know for plumbing or or for um, handyman things like that you know people like that i should say will come and work they'll say hourly and then there are some people who work go by the job people who go by the job a lot of times they finish it they do everything and they finish the work within a shorter time and they go and people who are working hourly a lot of times they will drag out and drag out and drag out because and they say we get paid more for the hour and they'll bring all kinds of excuses and and uh, delay the process and try to exploit the uh, customer especially the ones who are ignorant of the job God is not like that. God knows what he wants. God is very fair. God gives all the tools. He gives all the training. And he gives the time. He knows when he gives the time what can be done within the time. And so there is an expectation from God. Which is the right expectation. And those who do that which God has called them to do will be honored by God. in in a great way by the lord god almighty himself so may god help us to remember these things as you do the work of god do your work in your home do your work at your workplace whatever you may be doing have a good assessment of yourself and ask yourself what i did today is it going to get burned down or is it going to last Well, will it last though is it going to get burned down what kind of quality am i presenting when i'm giving is going to last or is going to get burned down it's not about doing it's about how you work us and so may god bless every single one here and really give you the focus you need to have which is god's focus the drive you need to have which is god's drive the desire to do that which you should do with the passion not a lazy way but the passion you enjoy what you do it's important you know when you will enjoy what you do when you truly love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength you will enjoy what you do because you know this is for him and you do an exceptional job because you love him those who really 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 love their spouse or love their children whatever they have to do for them even if it's hard they will still get it done with joy because they love the person no matter how tired a person it can be no matter how weak a person may appear but what they're going through somebody can be in a sick bed or even in a death bed when 
a person that is close to their heart, their son or their daughter, their spouse that they've been waiting for for a long time, they come to see them. All of a sudden, a person who's lying down, who cannot sit up, sits up. Where's that energy coming from? Where's that coming from? You call that passion. The human love can do so much to a human being. How much more when it comes to loving God with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength? The genuine love, that's the test. And the genuine love is there. That'll cause a person to accomplish anything and everything. Those are the people who bring down mountains, who beat down giants, who who will rip the mouths of the lions, who will shut the mouths of the lions, who will, who will rip a bear to pieces. They can do all kinds of things. Why? Because they really love God and then there's this transaction, heavenly transaction that is taking place. Because of that, what happens? All of a sudden, the power of God moves through them. And they do the impossible. Samson was called and anointed by God to bring down the Philistines and to save the people of God. Samson was known for his physical strength. David was a little shepherd boy. He was so in love with God. He was called by God to become the king of Israel without any training from Saul. He stood before Goliath and he brought the enemy down just with a sling and with a stone. He didn't continue going to every battle with a sling, sling and a stone. And David was known to bring the Philistines down and, you know, the enemies down with a sling. And no, that was one time. And that's where the beautiful scripture comes. He trains my hands for battle and my fingers for war. That's the power of God. So God gave him that which he needed, the training that he needed. Step by step by step, but he also used what he had first. So the word from the Lord for you today is, use what you have from the Lord. First, passionately and with everything that is within you as unto God. You have to do that. When you do that, the Lord God who sees your faithfulness and your passion will train your hands, will give you that which you need, will bring that expansion, will bring that growth. And that growth is essential. I want to repeat this again and again and again as the Holy Spirit wants me to. No believer should be sitting in the same spot for 15 years, for 20 years, for 30 years. No believer should be living the same Christian life the same way for 30 years, for 40 years and say, hey, I got saved 40 years ago. Hey, I got saved 50 years ago. Hey, I got saved 10 years ago and I've been a Christian. What kind of Christian? You can say I've been a human being, but what kind of a human being? Have you grown physically? Have you grown mentally? Have you grown emotionally? Have you grown in every way, socially in every way? It's important. Same goes for the spirit man. Person who is born of the spirit belongs to the kingdom of God after you're born. Is there a growth or is your growth retarded? Is it stunted? You've been speaking the same tongues or you got prayed over and you spoke a little more and you're still the same way we got prayed over. And you need to seek God. Those who really seek God, God will bring that which they need right to where they are. Because they know they will not trash that which has been given to them. They will put to use and they will treasure it. Have a good assessment of yourself. See where you stand spiritually. With the word that God has given to you, what are you doing with it? With the spiritual experiences God has given you, what are you doing with it? Where are you today? In last month, where are you today? Did you go forward? Are you walking forward? From where you were two months ago, are you in a different place spiritually? Why are you speaking the same tongues and the spirit of God is speaking? I'm not here to say something, to say and go. No, the Holy Spirit is speaking. This is what God is bringing to me again and again and again to give to the people. Speaking the same prayer language, same thing. 
three, four words and three, four words and same three, four words and feel like I spoke three, four words. How long will you be speaking three, four words? God is speaking at this hour. How long will you be in the same spot, same spot, same spot? Even the seat is caring, sitting in the same spot. How long? How long? Same way of praying, same way of living, same way of reading. How long? There has to be a forward momentum every day. We are walking with the king. How can you be the same way? The way you were yesterday. We change from one day to another into the image of Jesus. Our prayer life must change. The reading of God's word must change. The way we communicate with God must change. Just like a child. See, if a, if a baby babbles, it's beautiful. But if an adult is babbling, it's painful. It's not beautiful. At that point, it grieves the heart of the parent. That's how it is with God. Never be content with where you are. Look at yourself and say, Lord, if I'm not changing, I'm going to make this my priority. Nothing else. Nothing else. Know this. Everything else will get burned down. Riches, houses, everything, everything will just go. Education, everything. These are all good things, provided it comes from the hands of God while you are living for him and use it for him. Then those all will be converted into eternal treasures. If not, you'll be chasing after the wind, having nothing to hold on to. And even what little you have will be taken away from you. Like the man who was given one, and he ended up with none. God is speaking at this hour. Take the things of God very seriously. Take your soul very seriously. Tell yourself, I'm not going to be sitting in the same spot for another day. Those of you who are moving forward, praise God. Never give room for pride. The day you give room for pride, hey, I wasn't the way it was last week. And look how I am now this week. And look at, you know, what God is doing. We need to have joy minus pride. Always remember we need to have exceeding joy minus pride. Always we rejoice with trembling because what we have is purely the grace of God. The strength that comes from God, if that strength is taken away, if that grace is removed, that's it for us. We can't stand another second in the walk of faith. So we rejoice greatly, exceedingly, because of what Christ has done for us, that we're moving forward at the same time with great humility, knowing that, Lord, it's because of your work. It's because of you working in me. Continue to work in me, Lord. Continue to work in me. I need you. Without you, I can do nothing. That dependency upon God, moment by moment by moment, is very, very important. God is speaking to our hearts today. Things that do not matter. When you give priority to those things, it'll eat up the very thing that matters the most. As you are in the presence of the Lord this night, examine yourself before God. Say, Lord, I want to be the person when God says, take your shoes off where you're standing is holy ground. Take your shoes off for where you're standing is a holy ground. Once the word from the Lord comes to you and say, take your shoes off. At that point, we can't be arguing with the Lord saying, Lord, um, you gave shoes. Shoes are good for my feet. Uh, why should I not wear the shoes? Because this is something that I've been doing all my life. Questioning God. When God says, just do it. Will place us in a path of failure. It's important to know that. He's the shepherd with the sheep. It's important to know that. He leads and we follow. That's what following is. Following is where he goes. We just simply go. And. The Bible says he leads us into triumphant victory. God leads us into triumphant victory. So if we know that, this is where we're going, which is 
triumphant victory, why will we even question? Why will we question? It'll be so foolish to question God. Because we know he will lead us into triumphant victory. And God says, take your shoes off. Those who are wise will take their shoes off immediately, like how Moses did. After that came the voice of God, revealing the plan of God, the call of God to Moses. When God said, put the rod down. What are you going to do, Lord, with the rod? What will happen if I put the rod? There are people who talk a lot before they do a thing. Many times they don't even do anything. Such people don't do anything. And God tells you to do something. Simply do it. Don't try to make sense of it. We have to come to a place we know we should understand that we have no sense apart from God. If he says something, that's the smartest thing. Simply do it. Don't try to understand it. What God is trying to say with your understanding, because it equals zero. What he says is far beyond your understanding. Far beyond your understanding. It's like sitting here in your house or going outside from your house and looking into the sky and trying to figure out where the planets are. Can't do that. But he's the Lord God who counts all the stars and he calls them by name. When he tells you to do something, don't try to figure out. Don't try to reason with what God is saying. Don't try to, oh, I want to make sense of it before I can do it. God will look for someone else. Because God is interested in men and women of faith, children of faith. If we try to reason with our minds at that point, Faith has been put away. Unbelief has stepped forward. So those who have unbelief, God cannot work in their lives. He will not work in their lives. But those who have faith, God will work in their lives. So anytime you try to bring your two cents in, that which God has will be withdrawn from you. I'm going to repeat this one more time as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. Anytime you try to bring your mind in or your input in, when God is giving his wisdom, the wisdom of God will be withdrawn from you. You'll be left with your own input, which will leave you with nothing. Because his wisdom is taken away and you have nothing, no guidance there at that point. You'll be a self-led man or a self-led woman who will just be wandering in the wilderness. Then we're wondering, hmm, I'm not hearing from God. I'm not hearing from God. Why will you hear from God? How will you ever hear from God if you don't have the heart and the wisdom to obey him? To trust him enough to obey him. God is speaking at this hour. Be wise when it comes to your eternal life. Be wise when it comes to your everyday life. Because... Every day we are passing through, but every day is a day where your work is either going to be burned down or it's going to be counted towards eternity. May God speak to our hearts today. I want to just read one scripture, give you one scripture before we close so that you can hold on to that and you can read that and meditate on that. Let's 10 onwards. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 10 onwards. According to the grace of God which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. If you have a pen, you can underline this. Take heed how you build on it. It is important to take heed, be careful, give thought. Don't just randomly do things. I just get up today and if, you know, if I see someone, I'll give them gospel. And if I don't see someone, I'm not giving them the gospel. And, you know, I'll do whatever I want to do and go to bed when I want to go to bed and pray if I want to. And if I don't want to, I'm not praying. If I don't feel like I'm not going to, if I feel like I do, don't live aimlessly. 
give thought take heed how you build on the foundation for no other foundation can anyone lay than which is laid which is Jesus Christ now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold silver precious stones wood hay straw each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is so I'm going to read this verse 13 one more time each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is if anyone's work which he has built on it endures he will receive and he will receive a reward if anyone's work is burned he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire do we have loss when we go to heaven yes we do make sure you don't have a lost what you do you want to make sure more than any kind of investment and any kind of work you do and try to prepare for anything this is the most important thing because where we live is not our permanent place our tomorrow is not guaranteed for us even our tonight is not guaranteed for us it is so important that's why the bible says redeem the time every day be as wise people redeeming the time make sure when you build on that foundation god so graciously has given to you make sure you don't use cheap materials Make sure you don't do a sloppy job. Make sure you don't be careless. Make sure. God says make sure. Because there's this testing that will take place. It's not that, hey, I gave some to the homeless man and I gave this to, you know, that person. He was in need and she was in need and I gave all of that. But when the fire comes, will it last? Is it all like, hey? Or I did this or I did that. Did God want you to do this? Do you know if God wanted you to do this? Did God want you, did God want you to do something else? And you said, oh, that's hard, Lord. I'll do this. That means you're outside God's will. Do you know what God has called you to? Do you know what God has called you for? Are you doing what you should be doing? Imagine you have to go and your work has been assigned particular location and you're supposed to work in a particular location you've been hired for that and that place is an hour and a half away from your home but they have a local branch that's right next to your house five minutes away and you say same company I don't want to go that far I'll just go right here because it's the same firm And can you go and sit in somebody else's desk and say that, well, I've been hired, you know, my location is there, but you know what, I'm just going to be working here because it's the same company. No, you'll get pushed out. Or you go to the same office where you have to work, but you don't sit at your desk and you say, that's boring. I know I've been appointed for this. and I know I've studied for this and I know they hired me to do this project or this work. But you know what? I like doing arts and crafts. Now I'm going to go there and see how I can decorate this place. And I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby and I'm going to go to in a craft store. I'm going to go get these, all these things. Meanwhile, you're not getting your job done. You're not in your seat. Do you expect your boss to pay you? Do you expect your boss to retain you? You can be fired. God is speaking to our hearts today. Make sure you know the will of God and do the will of God. Every time, every place you get hired, you'll be given specific assigned tasks what you should do and also the policies and procedures what you can and what you cannot do you need to know all of that you can't say well i didn't read that and well it's boring and i'm not gonna i'll just do whatever i want to know if god has given you the word of god make sure you know the word of god 
make sure you make it your main business. See, we only have one life where we can know the word and let the word do its work in our lives. And you can be transformed to the image of Jesus Christ while you're here. That's when, when you see him, you shall be like him. Not having a distorted image and looking like half devil and say that I look like a little bit like Jesus too. Somehow when he comes, some magic happens. And when I see him, I'll be like him. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. No. It doesn't happen that way. You can take a kitten that is in in some farm outside or in the street outside and say that, hey, this is a lion cub. Cat family, you see a lion cub. No, no. Big difference. Big difference. Know this. What you're running towards, you will train yourself for it if that's what you want. Make sure you know what you want. Don't run aimlessly. Don't build for nothing. You'll be just wasting your time because the fire of God will test everything. Make sure that whatever you're doing is going to last. Make sure that you really work towards that which will last. Make sure you're not doing something just to do, but you're doing because you know, whatever you're doing will be tested. It's going to go on that balance. The fire of God will test it. When it tests it, this will last. You know that this will last. You know, there are people who really put a hundred percent effort in their work and the work looks so good. They can't wait to present it because they know that it's top quality. They can't wait to present it because they know what the outcome of that is going to be. Just like that. When you're walking with God, when you're doing the will of God, those who do the will of God will know that they are doing the will of God. They are known by the Father. And they know the Father. Each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. Which day? The day the fire comes and tests it. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. And when the Bible says a reward, always know that it's not like some, some little thing that God will give. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. It has not gone, gotten or gone into the heart of any human being, that which God has prepared for those who love him, passionately in love with him, and do that which God has called them to do. There's his reward that is there. That reward no one can even imagine. God says to such people, God will reveal that reward to them. He will give that reward to them. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. Let no one be like Eli. Let no one be like the people in the Bible, even Hezekiah. When they become lukewarm in their hearts, they'll say, okay, when God says you're going to suffer loss, okay, at least my soul gets saved. That's stupidity. You think like that, it's stupidity because at the end you will have regrets. Don't wait for that. You don't want to suffer loss. You don't want to suffer loss. You don't want to be a believer who will suffer loss. Don't build for nothing. Make sure you know what you're doing and make sure that this will last. Because the fire of God will test every work. Make sure that you are among those who will receive the reward that God so, so anxiously is waiting to give to you. God loves everyone here so much. He has glorious things prepared for them. And he wants to give to them. Imagine the disappointment that will be in God's face. And he has prepared something. You don't get the reward. That's a big loss. Everything that you did, gone. Big loss. 
God is speaking to our hearts today. Be someone who will gladden the heart of the Father. Be someone who will not be ashamed on that day. Be someone who will be so glad to stand before God, knowing that you've done well and you will hear him say, well done. That he will reward you for your diligence. That he will reward you for your faithfulness. He will reward you knowing that you serve the Lord Christ. And whatever you do with your body, whatever you do with your soul, whatever you do with your mind, whatever you do with, with the members of your body, whatever you do with your time, whatever you do with your treasure, whatever you do with your talent, whatever you do with whatever God has given to you, make sure it lines up with the will of God. And that's what he wants you to do. If not, everything will be burned down to ashes. And you will suffer loss. On the contrary, if you're keen on doing the will of God, whatever you do will last forever. And God will reward you. And the fire of God tests. Your work will not be burned. And your work will stay. Receiving the reward that comes from the living God. Last thing I want to say before I conclude for tonight. God expects every single one to do that which God has called us to do. That means every single person is expected to do something in God's kingdom. Something substantial in God's kingdom. And he has a reward for every single person. If whatever you've done has suffered loss, always know that. That time, whatever you did, you didn't do your job until someone else came in, like how David came in to replace Saul. You've caused loss for God's kingdom. So know this, whether it's your body, whether it's your mind, whether it's your soul, whether it's your finances, whether it's your family, whether it's the house of God, whatever it is, everything is interconnected, remember. And when you do a disservice to the call of God, what God has entrusted into your hands, which could be your body, which could be your work, which could be your finances, which could be whatever it may be, your health, and you just do your own thing. It will affect the universal body of Jesus Christ. Remember that. You want to be someone who's responsible of everything that God has given to you. So that you can receive a reward. And that reward cannot be compared to anything that is on this side of eternity. So be serious about this life. Because this life is meant for us to do the will of God to benefit the kingdom of God while God blesses us. And at the end, there's all going to lead us to the permanent home where we're going to go, where we'll have eternal joy and eternal reward that God has for us. God has big plans for us. But in order for those big plans to take place in our lives, we need to follow the little plans that God has kept for us day by day. If you don't follow those little plans that God has kept for you day by day, you will suffer loss. And when you'll suffer loss, the kingdom of God will suffer loss too. That's not a good thing. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be in your perfect world. And if you don't know what the will of God is, I'll tell you, get to know God first. That's the key. Those who get to know the Lord intimately, will be given the will of God. So as you come closer and closer and closer to the living God, the purposes of God, the purposes of God for your life will be understood by you like never before because it'll be revealed to you. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Revelation belongs to the Lord God Almighty. God wants to bless you. God wants to prosper you. God wants to increase you. But you should also want the same thing. You should want the blessing of God. 
You should want the prosperity of God. You should want the increase that comes from God. If you sincerely desire those things, then you will sincerely desire the will of God for your life because the blessing of God, the prosperity of God, the increase of God will all contribute to the big picture. Expansion of the kingdom of God. No sour Christian can do anything good for God's kingdom. Your attitude is very important. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Follow peace with all men. And without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. We cannot neglect these scriptures. Go to the presence of God and say, Lord, fix me. Whatever area needs to be fixed, give it in the hands of the Lord. This hour and say, Lord, fix me. Fix me so that my work will be on point. Be on point with you. That I'll receive a reward and not be burned down to ashes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for loving me enough to give me something so that you can reward me. God can get his work done himself. He doesn't even need his angels to do anything. But God is giving you a job to do so that he can reward you, so that you can be blessed. This is why Jesus said, the parable of the man who hired the people who were just standing by doing nothing. They didn't have a job, but he hired every single one of them, including the one who came at the 11th hour. God wants to bless you. God wants you to prosper in this life and in the life to come. And because of that, he called you to do his will. Because real joy comes from knowing him and doing his will. Real prosperity, real prosperity comes from, real prosperity comes from knowing the Father and doing his will. Real satisfaction comes from knowing God and doing his will. Thank you, Jesus. Give yourself to God, wholeheartedly to God this night and say, Lord, I want to know you so that I can do your will. I don't want my work to get burned down. Lord, I want my work to receive the reward that you have for me. Lord, I know you want to bless me and I want that too, Lord. So I give myself over to you. If that is you, wherever you are, you talk to God at this hour. Take a few minutes in the presence of God and say, Lord, I'm not going to run after the things of this world. Lord, I'm not going to sit in my own comfort zone while I let myself to suffer loss. I'm going to be like the man who came at the 11th hour and did everything in the heat of the day got the reward from the hands of his master. Tell God, Lord, even this time, while you're speaking, I'm committing myself to you. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. Make sure. Make sure. That you're approved. You become an approved Worker before the living God. That your work is worthy of honor. That he will reward you. That you won't suffer loss. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for this word that you gave to your people this night. Thank you, Father. I pray that your hand rests upon them this hour. Lord, the word that you have spoken to them may it ignite them, Father. Set them ablaze for you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is trying to twist the word of God in the minds of the people. I bind those in Jesus' name, take victory in Jesus' name. I come against every spirit of lie, every spirit of rejection. I curse it in Jesus' name, take victory in Jesus' name. I come against every spirit of laziness and haughtiness 
The spirit of lie, I curse you in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will cause your people to rise up. Rise up. Cause them to throw, cause them to throw their beggarly garments, Father. And run to you at this hour so that you can give them their sight. Hallelujah. So they can get to work and receive the reward that you have for them, Father. May they see you. May they throw off everything that needs to be thrown away. So they can receive the sight from you and see you first. Hallelujah. And then get to work. Hallelujah. With this blessing, I bless your people with. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.